Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is the first in a five-part series on how to take control of your time in the new year. This week, I'll be talking about five strategies that I know will help you feel less busy and get more done because they've definitely helped me. The first strategy is to figure out where the time really goes. When people tell me they'd like to spend their time better, they often ask what's the first thing they should do. And I say it's to figure out where the time is going now. Because if you don't know where the time is going now, how do you know if you're changing the right thing? Maybe something you thought was a problem really isn't. Maybe something you've never even considered is taking far more time than you imagined. Like any business decision, it's wisest to work from good data. And the best way to get that data is to track your time, ideally for a week. This first full week after the holidays is an excellent time to start. I'm tracking my time this week, as are many listeners, and I invite you to join us. There are lots of tools you can use. You can visit my website, lauravandercam.com, and sign up to be sent a time-tracking spreadsheet, Excel or PDF versions. You can make your own spreadsheet, too, with the days of the week across the top and half-hour blocks down the left-hand side. Mine runs from 5 a.m. to 4.30 a.m., because I find that's what I think of as a day. But if you're an early riser or a late riser, feel free to adjust that as you see fit. There are dozens of time-tracking apps on the market you can use, or you can just jot down stuff in a notebook. The tool itself doesn't matter. What matters is that you do it. And I know time-tracking can be a pain. But I promise you, as someone who's found it worthwhile to track my time for close to five years now, it is worth it. Knowing where the time goes has helped me spend more time on what I care about while ditching things that I don't. If you're listening to this on a Monday, awesome. But if not, feel free to start on any day, as long as you keep going for the next 168 hours. Make sure you include the weekend, too. This is real time, and knowing where this time goes helps you get a holistic picture of your life. Don't just log work hours. There's more to you than your job, and accounting for your time outside of work can be the difference between a life that feels like it's just work and one that's more balanced. Like anything, time tracking might feel awkward at first. You might have trouble remembering what you did. I like to check in three to four times a day and write down what I've done since the last check-in. It might help to set an alarm until you get into the habit. And you don't need to write down everything. I have not recorded every bathroom break for the last five years. It's better to have a general sense than to account for every minute. Also, if you forget and lose track of a few hours, it's okay. Just put in what you do remember and pick back up where you can. Tracking 160 of 168 hours is going to be more helpful than stopping one day in. And some people find it helpful to track with a friend. Or if you track for a week and want to send me your log, I'd love to see it. You can reach me at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. But after you've done a week, look at the log and see what you think. What did you like? Let's celebrate that. What didn't you like? Well, don't beat yourself up about it. We all waste time. 
All of us. I know I waste tons of time. My time logs show me that. But the good news about recognizing this is that I no longer tell myself a story that I am so busy and have no time for fun. I mean, clearly I do. I just need to think about how I want to use this time and what kind of leisure I would enjoy most. If you like numbers, you might try adding up the major categories, work, sleep, time in the car, housework, errands, family time, exercise, television, social media, volunteering, reading, whatever it is you do. And you might decide that this wasn't a typical week, which is fine, but I've learned over the years that there are no typical weeks. Our deeming a day or week typical is really a value judgment, not necessarily a statement about real life. As an example, I used to think I worked about 50 hours a week because, well, my time logs showed that, but some of my time logs. I only viewed my uninterrupted weeks as typical. If I encountered a snow day, a sick day, a holiday, a half day because of an emergency dentist visit, a broken furnace, or anything like that, well, I called those weeks atypical. Except in my life, it turns out, over the long haul, that something will happen more often than not. Best to know that so we can make plans. Anyway, if you'd like to spend your time better in the new year, please do try tracking your time for the next seven days. And then let me know what you find. That email address, again, is beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. And in the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.